Internet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry still muted how about that there we go boy uh tech problems abound when you miss a day that wasn't my fault it wasn't on mute uh yeah you guys can uh save your little kiki kiki key. it wasn't on mute it was a uh software issue so all of you uh talking shit gosh shut the fuck up jerk ass jerk is it my talk is it is it super loud now let me see. See, we got all kind of software problems going on here. God bless. Dag nabbit. Is that better? Okay. I think we're good now. All right. Welcome to the program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got all that out of the way. Yeah, super funny. I'm glad you think it's funny, Perry. I'm glad you think it's funny when I'm doing my job and everything's falling apart. Key, key, key. Um, hey, so yesterday we were supposed to have a show. And, uh, I got sick, like right before the show started. Hey, uh, Chris Reyes, thank you for hosting, buddy. Cisco, thank you for hosting, buddy. Um, yeah, I got sick right before the show started, probably like 15 to 20 minutes before the show started. It was, it was pretty ugly. Um, it, it, I don't know what happened. I had therapy yesterday after my therapy session. I went and got some raising canes. What happened to my thing here? There we go. Uh, I went and got some raising canes. And uh, no, Jim uh, on Sports, what's up? Said, did you get the fiery poops? No, no, no boo boo at all. Like just normal poop. But I threw up so much. I I should have won the weight loss challenge. Now, the problem is that's not going to happen. Um, but man, I don't know if I got like a bad piece of chicken or the cane sauce. They left it out too long and didn't refrigerate it. I have no idea what the hell happened, but it was literally about 20 minutes before show. I started not feeling well, uh, and you know, started getting clammy and sweaty and I was just like, oh hell. And then, yeah, of course threw up and, uh, yeah, away we go. And I was like, well, I'm not, I'm not doing a show, throw it up, but I sure do appreciate all your encouragement on the Twitters. Um, encouraging me to do a show while I uh, was vomiting. So um, that wasn't that was never going to happen. 
Uh, anyways, so we're here. We're doing it. Hey, we, I feel like we just, yeah, we completed a hype train already. I didn't even get to do the damn. I didn't even get to do it. Oh, up, 500 bits just like that. Oh, shit. God. Thank you guys for the hype train. It's so great. Uh, let's do the shit. Let's do this. Terrence was first by, by a mile. Country mile. Uh, also, Alex said me throwing up would have helped with the ratings. Um, uh, hold up, bitch. You think the ratings are bad? Alex, I would like you to go fuck yourself. Uh, boy, y'all are some. What? I, I tell you what. Maybe maybe today's not the day to read the chat. Uh, I can feel I'm emo today. Uh, DJ Mace, I know it's supposed to be, but that train is loud as hell. Yeah. And I like that you guys talk shit and then laugh when I, like, I think that was funny. Like sometimes when y'all talk shit, it's not funny to me. Now I'm in a mood today. I'm in a, I'm in a mood. I will freely admit it. Um, yeah. You know what? We'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll keep the chat at, at a minimum today. We'll, we'll do that because I can already tell I'm a, I'm a little surly. Maybe it's hung over from still being sick or being sick. I don't know. But I can tell right now some of y'all's shit talking and funny jokes are going to get on my goddamn nerves today and make me angry. So uh, I probably won't read a whole lot of chat. We'll just do a show. Now, I will say Terrence was in early. Uh, he was in at 1.30, so I appreciate you getting here early, buddy. Steven, the weather guy is back, so that's good news. DJ Maddie showed up. Uh, that was everybody that got in early. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, rest of the chat looks like this. Keith Sager was in crystal. Hey, crystal, sweetie. Congrats on the new gig, man. Uh, good for you. I'm happy for you. And I, I, I saw you already enjoying it. So that's, that's awesome to hear. Um, Chris Reyes was in early. Jared Taylor, Wallace Shelby. What's up, girl? <coughs> she said that was a quick tummy bug. I look, I threw up and then it was gone. It was just gone. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I had soup last night. I didn't eat anything crazy. Uh, but so far, so good. I only thing I had today was like a bag of ruffles. It was a little small bag of ruffles. That was it. But uh, yeah, I don't know what the hell it was. Um, Donna's here. My sweet, sweet Donna. Cisco, what's up, buddy? Oh, you're in Austin today. Nice. Jeff Bell, what's up, dude? I still owe you a giveaway. I just... Next time, Jeff Bell, don't put the onus on me, goddammit, okay? I don't need enough. I don't need extra tasks on my plate. If y'all, shit. I still, I looked down, I'm like, goddammit, I still owe you this. Uh, Chuck, what's up, dude? Aaron J. Bryant, Alex, Jen. Ah, uh, who else there? Chuck Driver, Pookie, Alan Denson. <coughs> Excuse me. Joe Hernandez, Rudy Rob, what's up, dog? Sanitize, wash hands, social distance, back the fuck up. Uh, who else is here? Demata showed up. Amos is here. Jim on sports. Tony the handsome. What's up, you handsome son of a bitch? Uh, Keysager is here. Uh, I think I mentioned Amos. PP Dubs, what's up? Who else? Nasty Nate is here. And uh, there's all the messages laughing at me because my mic didn't work. Mina, what's up, bro? And who else? Do 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 do. Uh, DJ Maddie, I got you, buddy, already. I think Terrence, what's up, fam? My first time being first. Yeah, man, we don't even do the greatest deckhead anymore, and that sucks. Um, uh, let's see. Robert likes beer. What's up, King? Uh, one deep. Chuck D. 
Uh, do I need an edible? I kind of, I don't know what I need. Maybe I'm just, uh, I don't know why I'm cranky. I, I didn't sleep great last night. This is super weird. What's up? What's up, Clarence? Yeah, I don't know about feisty. Maybe it's just short on patience Tuesday. Um, I listened to me a, a long time. Barry's done pissed off. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I don't, I, 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 I didn't, I didn't get a lot of sleep last. So I'm sick all day yesterday and then didn't sleep. Weirdly, I couldn't sleep because I kept dreaming about weed eaters. I don't, I don't know why I'm dreaming about weed eaters, but that was, that was a thing. I gotta, it just, that drives me, I can't do it. I can't do that over there. It drives me nuts. Um, yeah, I really don't know why I dreamt of weed eaters all night, but I, 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 I just kept dreaming of like weed eaters and then like getting, uh, getting like saw, not saw, skill saw blades, but they sell like these. They look like skill saw blades, but they're for grass. And I was like, oh man, wouldn't that be nice? And then I kept waking up and like, man, I'm, I got to order one of those tomorrow. It was just super weird. It was just super weird. I, I don't know why. Um, I should eat a gummy for my stream tonight. Yeah, Jim, I wanted to talk to you. You got to stop tagging me. You and Kyle and y'all keep tagging me on these tweets that you're going live. And I'm like, tag, tag your people, tag your people, man. Don't, yeah, I mean, I love you. I do. I, but I, I think that's a, I'm, a, but I'm that guy. I'm the, I'm that cranky guy. Like when people, uh, when comics tag me on their show flyers, I, 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 I do the same thing. I'm like, don't tag me on your show flyer. Like, I, I'm not coming to your show. Like, I don't, I'm not on your comedy show. Why you, why you putting me on your flyer? I'm kind of the same way about that. Like I'll, I'll be there. I'll show up, but tagging me is, it's kind of pointless. Tag folks that, uh, that are your fans and let them retweet. That's, that's it. Anyways, I'm super cranky today. I'm warning you guys. Um, so yeah, everybody's probably going to catch some today. Um, them ditched got you dreaming about them. I don't know what that means. Oh, the ditches. Um, uh, Jim said, I'm getting all the tags now. Oh, Jim just got blocked. So I actually, here's what I did, Jim, because I kept getting tagged on my regular Twitter account. And I was like, oh my God, just. So I actually turned off the ability for people to tag me on my regular Twitter account, but left it on for Barry on deck. But now I can see I'm going to have to turn it off on Barry on deck as well. If a fellow entertainer tags you on their flyer, charge them. Well, see, that's the thing I've always felt like. I don't, like, when I go live, I don't tag anybody. I just go live. Uh, but if I were to tag folks, it wouldn't be, like, other creators. I would be tagging you guys. I would be tagging people that I think might be interested in coming and watching. Uh, same thing for comedy shows. Like if I have a flyer, I don't tag. <laughs> what's up, Cloven Acorn? I don't tag other uh, comics when I have a comedy show. I I wouldn't expect them to come if they're not on the show. I would tag uh, fans or people that might be interested in the comedy show. The tag is to grab your people that don't follow. The tag is to grab your people that don't follow them. What's up, Potch? Uh, I mean, I know why. But my idea of marketing isn't to market to people like me. My idea is to market to people that will like, cause I don't consume a lot of, I don't sit here and watch streams. Um, same thing with comedy. Like I don't go to comedy shows. So Jim said, I'm trying to build something. I'm trying to get to 50. You will do. You do a good show. You should tag Sage Rosenfeld. <laughs> Cisco. No, we're not doing that. Cisco. Art Thumb says he's got to act like he's busy. I uh, appreciate you, buddy. Thanks for the lurk. Uh, no, I, I understand why, but I, I, I think it's so that I'll retweet it or whatever. But if I see it, I'll retweet it anyways. I don't know. Super cranky today. Just keep that in mind. 
Um, what's up, Rob? Good to see you, buddy. Good to see. You. There's one more follow, Jim. See, there you go. There you go. Like, who's not following Jim right now? Who's not following Jim? Why are we not following? Can we get a shout out to Jim? Uh, who's not? How are you not at 50 yet? Bro, let's get you to 50. Hold on. If we get you to 50, will you not tag me anymore? <laughs> see Jim on sports. Uh, where the fuck is it? Go? Shush. There we go. Jim on sports. Uh, you're at 31. How are we not at 50 yet, Jim? All right, let's get you to 50. Guys, can we, can, yeah. So thank you for the shout out, Potch. We have like, how many people are watching right now? How many people are watching right now? We've got 44 people watching. I'm sure not all of you are following Jim. Go follow. I mean, follows are free. That's why I always encourage you guys, man. Any creator or anybody that's out there, um, you should follow them. Barry is currently the dog showing his teeth as a warning. A little bit, a little bit. It's been a weird morning too. Um, I've been oddly productive, but nothing for the show. What the fuck is that? Oh, I was like, what the fuck is that? That's Jim's uh, stream. Yeah. So guys go follow Jim. Like, uh, let's get him up there. Let's, 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 I mean, it's free to follow, you know, just get those numbers up for him. Uh, cause it is super important, especially early on. And then when you, you know, when he goes live, if you see it, go watch, go check it out. He does a fun show. He's a good dude. He's, he's a professional radio guy. So he's not like some newbie that's like, I don't know how to use a microphone. Uh, he knows what he's doing and it's a good watch. So follow and support now. Uh, what's up, Steven Luther? Thank you, buddy, for doing that. <laughs> Donna said might all helps with the moodiness. I might be starting my period, Donna. That's a fact. I might be starting my period. Christopher Reyes followed. Wallace Wilts followed. Clarence, did you follow? Um, what is T? Uh, Rob Lake's beard done. He has followed. Yeah, thank you guys. See, it's dope, man. This is why I love you. I was actually bragging about you guys today. Joel followed. See, I told you, Jim. That's all you got to do. Don't tag me on Twitter. Just be like, hey, can you help me get to 50? And fuck yeah, we can. Um, uh, what's up, Ivan? What's up, Total Dallas? What's up, Terrence? So I, uh, I did. Uh, so here's my morning. Okay, this is my morning. By the way, we got a lot to catch up to. <sighs> Keyboard is funky. Uh, I, if my raggedy ass can get followers, Jim should get followers. Oh, I do agree with that. Donna said I've been following. Donna, that's because you know what the fuck is going on here. You're, 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 you, you understand what we're doing here. Um, so this morning's been crazy. I rebuilt a carburetor. Yeah. Your boy rebuilt a carburetor on an edger, um, which kind of was a leftover from the dream last night. Cause I was like, well, instead of just buying one of those saw blades for a trimmer that I can't now use line on and I'll just try to fix my edger. I rebuilt a carburetor for an edger this morning. Still didn't fix it. So now I just got to order new parts. Um, I say rebuilt. I took it apart. I cleaned it, put it back together. Didn't work. I think the gasket's bad. I replaced the fill, uh, fill valve on a toilet. And I did an hour long interview with a um, consulting firm for monetization, uh, for monetization of a platform. And I won't say which platform it is, but it was a specific platform uh, that we used to be on. 
And they don't reveal that till the end. So they were like, hey, we just want to get your input on uh, monetization tools for content creators. And I was like, they were like, we'll give you a $500 gift card. I was like, fuck yeah. You need an hour? Yeah. And then I was like, what kind of scam bullshit is this? So I was like, I was kind of an asshole to them when they emailed me. Not MySpace, Tony. Thank you, Jeff Bell. I figured you would appreciate that more than most. Um, Barry the Maintenance Man. I'm calling me Booger. Wasn't that Booger on the uh, uh, on Good Times? Or Bookman, but they called him Booger? It wasn't MySpace. It, bro, I just literally... <laughs> um, but I was like, no, I mean, how is this going to get paid? Because I'm not wasting my time fucking with you guys if you're really just going to scam me and not, you know? And then I thought... Oh, they're going to try to sell me some shit. But I kind of leap of faith. I, I looked at the company that the lady was emailing me from and it checked out to be pretty legit. So I, I got on the schedule and I was like, I'll do it. And um, yeah, it was, it was like a legit one hour. There was a bunch of people and, um, that were like just all on mute listening. And one guy kind of led the thing and he, he just talked about monetization. He talked about um, creating content and uh, stuff like that. And I was giving him my two cents and. Um, yeah, it was, it was actually, and I, I bragged on you guys. Cause I was like, look, man, cause they were talking about, you know, um, communities and stuff. Now I was like, well, I might be a little different. I don't think everybody's community is quite like mine. I don't, I don't have the biggest community, um, out on Twitch or YouTube or wherever else, but I might have the most generous, kindest, loyal, and, um, um, inclusive of any community. I mean, like I'm, I've just, as I mean that as, as, as cranky as I am today, I, I couldn't be more proud. Uh, and they were like, when I was started explaining some of the stuff we've done on the show, they were like, wow, that's, that's really impressive. So, um, pat yourselves on the back, give yourselves uh, a little love because, um, yeah, I think, I think people are kind of watching what we do as, as others do that. And, uh, other, other streamers, other channels and, um, yeah, you guys are an integral part of that. Uh, and I, I talk to them and when I talk to them, I use we, cause that's uh that's how I view this. You guys know that this is a, we, this isn't a me and, and you, this is a, we, it always has been. Tony said, you couldn't have done it without me. That's true. Tony. That's a fact. I couldn't have done it without you and, and uh, hundreds of others. That's true. Um, Hey, Perry's going to lurk. I appreciate you, buddy. So long story short, you're back in the timeshare game. No, I'm not back in the timeshare game, but I do have some cut code knives. I'd like to sell you guys. Just kidding. I did get a fucking, I got an email from a guy. Hey, uh, here at cut code knives. I was like, are you really fucking email? Are you spamming me? I actually created a form letter to reply to spam emails. That's how, that's how anal I am. That's how petty I am. All right, so I do have a story, Demonis, that I want to know if Damon let you dance with the money. I don't even know what that means. I saw you, like, post the gift a couple times. I was like, I don't remember that. So I don't know what that means. Uh, I will say this. Hey, by the way, Jim on Sports, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. I forgot to say that. Alan Denson, thank you for the 100 bits. Joel Hernandez, thank you for the 100 bits. Jim resub for two months. Let's go there. Uh, Jared Taylor sent 300 bits. I appreciate that. And to kick it off about an hour ago at 1.30. Uh, Terrence sent eight bits and then UT Broward followed yesterday while we were off. So, uh, thank you one and all for that. And for the hype train to, to kick off this show. Now, uh, Cisco said, it's not the size of a community. It's the magic it can do bro. hundred percent. And there's actually a whole book about that Cisco, but in a nutshell, it's like, would you rather have a million followers or a thousand, um, 
a thousand diehards or I don't know what they called it. They, in the radio biz, they call them P ones. Like, like a lot of you guys are, would be considered P ones. You, you support me. You, uh, you're here most days. Um, you're, you're, you're participatory in, in the show stuff and other activities. So you'd be considered what I, I, I was a P one of 1560. Um, but, um, yeah, it, uh, it, it, it's definitely like, I, there was a video, um, there was a video where the guy was like, man, if you had a million followers that don't give a shit, what's the point? And I started thinking about that cause I'm trying to revamp some of what I do for comedy. And I always freak out about, Oh, my numbers aren't going up. Right. I'll add four followers on Instagram and lose two. And then I thought about it this morning and I was like, you know what? Adding four new followers, that's four people that actually want to consume the content. And losing those two, those are two people that just didn't like what I did or aren't fans. And that's fine. And I would rather get those four in. And if only two of those stick around, well, that's the that's the two I want. So, yeah, if somebody, uh, if I'll jump somebody if you need me. No, don't jump anybody. Um, so, so, yeah, size doesn't matter unless it's penis. I mean... Probably. Uh, let's see what Jim's at now. Do we get Jim to 50? <sighs> Jim is at 39. That's not bad. We could get we could get more. I think we could get to 50. But that hey, 39 is a good start, Jim. We're all, we're all on the way. Um all right, so what am I what am I what am I forgetting? I, I was gonna do something yesterday too. Guess that's it. So um the weekend with Damon Wayans, it started off weird. Like, so uh, kind of an old school mentality when it comes to comics is a lot of them won't let you in the green room if you're not the headliner in the Mud Sports is live. Close. Uh, yeah, if you're, not a, if you're not the headliner, that's just like an old school thing. And Damon Wayans has been doing this for 40 years, so he's definitely old school. But uh, So, like, it was the same way with John Witherspoon. We didn't hang out in the... Um, in the uh, in the green room. And that was cool. But he like, didn't, you know, I think he's a bit of a, and he, and he told me later that he was just trying to be cautious. He's worried about getting COVID and taking it back to family and friends and stuff like that. And so if you were around him, you, you had to wear a mask and he kind of limited uh, contact with people. But I, I, I do understand that, but I got to tell you, um, it took a turn at the end because, you know, just hanging out and me and Ben Jackson did the show. The shows were fire. We sold out the last three shows, both shows Saturday and Sunday. The one show Sunday sold out Friday shows, both almost sold out. Thursday was the only one. Actually, Thursday was almost sold out. Friday early show was about three quarters full, but everything else was crazy good. Now, um, didn't talk to him a lot Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. But then Sunday after the show, uh, I was out in the lobby selling merch and I got to see Jen who came out and my, one of my best friends from school, Marcellus, uh, who's now my financial advisor. I talked about him on stage, but he came out. Uh, so it was dope. It was cool. To, but uh, I'm, I'm sitting there selling merch and the club manager comes up. She's like, Hey, uh, Damon Wayne said, um, when you're done, um, grab a drink and, uh, let's hang out his words. He wants to hang out and just, talk comedy and, and shoot the shit. I was like, no shit. That's pretty dope. Uh, because I was thinking, well, maybe he's not going to do that. Maybe he's not a, not a social dude. Maybe he don't want to fuck with him. And I totally understand that. There's some times when I don't feel like doing that or I don't feel like, so I, I, especially after you performed all week and you're the headliner and I get it. So, but the fact that he wanted to hang out 
was so dope. And I got to tell you, man, um, it's pretty cool when I look back at it and think I'm one of the lucky guys that I can say in my career, I've sat and talked comedy with three legends. I, I have sat and gotten advice and had conversations about comedy with Damon Wayans, who's done it for 40 years. I got to sit in the green room with Houston Improv in 2017 and talk comedy for several hours with George Wallace. Uh, and then I also got to sit and talk comedy with John Witherspoon, which was dope as shit. And others, of course. But that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good, uh, that's a pretty good trio to be able to pick their brains and get advice from. And he gave me some great advice. Um, and he was inspiring to me, if I'm being honest. I was inspired to watch Damon Wayne's uh do comedy. And I didn't know, I hadn't really seen any of his comedy. I knew him from In Living Color. I knew he was a comedian. I knew he was a beast. But I had never watched him. And then I sat in the back of the improv and watched six shows. And after after Saturday, after five shows, I, I came home and I, I just kind of started making a list. Because when Damon Waynes does his sets, it's you can tell that he's just talking about his life. And to me, I would love to get to that point where I can talk about, talk about my childhood or growing up or high school or whatever it is. And that's a lot of what he does. So that was really inspiring from that standpoint. But then for him to sit down and take the time to talk to me and Ben was pretty dope. Now, I have a funny story. Um, he, uh, he does this bit, uh, about Stevie wonder and, and blind people. In fact, I'll, I'll tell you, um, and Jen can attest to this. I don't even know if she's here right now, but, uh, if you've ever seen Damon Wayans, or at least if you saw him recently, a lot of his set is kind of like a roast of childhood friends, right? So he talks about, uh, one of his, he, he, in fact, he talks about cancel culture and then he goes into like, you know, we, 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 when I was growing up, we made fun of each other. It's what we did. If you had something wrong with you, that's what we called you. That's how you earned your nickname. He was like, you know, and he even says, I had a club foot and I had two choices. I could stay inside and hide and, and pretend like it didn't exist or just go out and my friends would make fun of my foot and me. And then I got a nickname and we moved on. And, uh, and he, uh, and so he does bits about different people in his life. And we talked about it after the show. And I was like, man, I, I thought that was dope. You know? And he was like, yeah. And none of that's made up. He's like, that's the thing. Nobody can tell me that they're going to cancel me for making fun of my cousin who is mentally handicapped and, or mentally slow. I, I don't even know what the right verbiage is. He uses the word, the R word. He uses the word retarded. And he said, look, that's what he is. I don't let, particularly like that word, and I know it's not okay, but that's what he says. Um, and it's not in a negative or mean way. Uh, but he makes fun of a guy who's got like a 16-inch short leg. He makes fun of Stevie Wonder and blind people. He's making fun of a, a, a person that he's taking care of, a family member uh, who's old and not doing well, but is trying to mack on the nurse at his house and then shit himself in front of her, but then still asked if he had a shot. So it was cool. Like, this is what he's doing, right? He's talking about his life and he's talking about the people in his life. But so I, I, I say all that to say, cause he, I, I wanted to preface it by saying, look, he, he didn't just single out one particular type of person. He made fun of everybody, the handicap, the, the mentally challenged, Fat people, uh, gay people, uh, black people, white people, old people. Yeah, I mean, 
everybody was on the list. Everybody was a target. It was all equal and it was all meant in good fun and, and nothing was malicious. But he's doing a joke about Stevie Wonder and blind people. And it was it was funny. It's a very funny bit. Uh, and it's about a five to ten minute bit. And like, I don't know, six, seven minutes into the bit, I see this lady stand up. And 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 she's at a table and they they sit her back down. And I thought, what's going on over there? Uh, a couple more minutes goes by of him doing these jokes about blind people, and the whole table stands up. And then I watch as this blind lady leaves the club. So he walked a blind lady. I don't even think he knows he did it, to be honest with you. And I also don't think he would have given a shit because it's comedy. Like you just, it's comedy. We're all, we're, everybody's being made fun of. Um, but he walked a blind lady. And my first thought was, do you know how mad you have to be as a comedy club patron to walk out when you can't see to walk? Like, you've got to be so mad. I mean, to be, to, it, it was three of them. And so she was in the middle and she kind of just had the belt loop of a late. They kind of like, and it was awkward. Like it was, you could obviously tell, but I don't think he saw it or whatever. But I thought, man. Um, and what's crazy is, you know, she, she sat through all of the other jokes about everybody else. But I think when, when, when he started doing the Stevie Wonder jokes and the blind jokes, it upset her. And she walked out. And, and then I got to be honest with you, the comic in me was like, man, I mean, walking a blind lady is one thing to, to walk a blind person. Cause then they, you know, like just for blind people to walk is a challenge. Um, but I was like, I wish that she was just here by herself with a cane and she would have just tore up the whole improv trying to get out of here. Like I'm fuck this clack, clack, knocking shit over and just, Oh God, the comic in me wanted it to be so much more dramatic when she left. Uh, but it wasn't, it was a little subdued. Uh, I mean that one dude was mad cause you kicked his brother out. Who was that? When, when was that? I don't remember when that was. Um, but yeah, it, it was, and so he walks, so he walks the blind lady and then I start thinking like I'm on stage and I, I looked down, there's a bat there. I was like, what's the bat for? And so I asked the club manager, I was like, what is the bat for? And she was like, ah, you know, he's just with his set, you know, he's, it could be some people might take it differently than intended or get upset. I'm sorry, by the way, I have an eyelash that won't like, it's all tangled up and shit. Um, um, so, you know, he's just like, I, I want to, I want to just in case you just never know. And in tw it's 2022, Will Smith. And he talked about Will Smith and Chris Rock and he made fun of both of them, which is great. He made fun of Jada. Like it, 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 the dude was just like, he made fun of himself. It was bar none. Now, never went into the crowd and did crowd work or made fun of anybody. It was just all, you know. So, but I was like, they said that he had requested the bat just in case. Uh, you know, shit popped off. He could grab the bat and defend himself, which I think is a smart move, actually, uh, if you do jokes like that. But um, I started thinking, I was like, you know, I, I think you're okay. Because the, 
the only people that he really made fun of was like the mentally challenged, um, handicapped people, blind people, and fat people. And I was like, bro, you, you don't need a bat. You just need like some coloring books and a, and a steep set of stairs. Like, if you just if you just had that, I don't. Nobody's nobody's coming up this. I think it'd have been fine. Um, but hey, what what whatever. Um, so it was it was, but it was a dope ass weekend, and to be able to talk shop with him and uh and hang out was it was it was pretty cool, man. It was uh, it was a it was a pretty dope experience, and you know for him to. He was complimentary, and uh, he, he was like, "Yeah, you're funny too, man." So it was cool. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. So, uh, all right, let's do this. Uh, that's my that's my stories from the weekend. Uh, but coloring books and crayons. That's what I said. Yeah, just some coloring books and some a steep set of stairs. That's it. That's it. Um, chips. Someone just say chips. I don't know what that means. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did take pictures because I wasn't going to. I didn't take pictures when I worked with John Witherspoon. And Noah was like, you stupid ass. And then he passed away two weeks later. So fingers crossed, too, Damon Wayans stays alive uh, after this weekend because the same MC and myself worked with John Witherspoon. And we hadn't worked together since. So the last time we worked together, Pops passed away two weeks later. So somebody put uh, Damon Wayans in bubble wrap, please. Uh, at last at the last hop show when his wife told him they were leaving. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Uh, imagine if she would have said something while she was doing a set. Yeah. But that's, but here's the funny thing about that though. Demata and chat, you know, there was, um, he does a, sh- a joke about, uh, he, cause he says, you know, you get your nicknames based off of your handicap or your deformity or whatever it was. Like they had a friend called sit down who was in a wheelchair and literally, there's a guy stage left that had to sit in that spot because it was the only open area for a wheelchair. And he does five to seven minutes of jokes about his buddy in a wheelchair. And that dude laughed the entire time. He does a joke about somebody with one leg way shorter than the other. And guess what? I after It was the same show as the blind lady. A guy comes out in a wheelchair and he's missing half his leg. And I was like, did you have a good time? He goes, man, I had a great time. That dude is hilarious. So I think it just all depends on the person. Amos said, does he still do the joke? Yeah, Amos, that's the crazy thing, man. A lot of comics will look out in the crowd and not give a fuck. Like, you know, if you do a one-arm joke and there's a person with one arm, they're doing the joke. You know, it's like, uh, if, if, if that that's just, that's... I mean, I don't know if in good conscience I could do that. I've, uh, you know, I, I have, uh, I have some jokes where it, it, if I saw somebody, I might be like, ah, I don't know. Most comments are like, hey man, these are the jokes. If I, uh, why, I'm not going to do it when they're not listening. It's a joke. You know, and I think for me, it would just be about not wanting to hurt people's feelings, but I think I also need to stop giving a fuck about that, which I kind of did with the. After the lady told me I was transphobic. Um, so yeah, he did the jokes. And the dude loved it. Because they're jokes. And he knew they were jokes. And and it wasn't like all he did was go up there and shit on people in wheelchairs for an hour. He shit on everybody. So, 
Uh, no, I'm saying he didn't think uh, he didn't think joke 30 years ago on HBO. What? Oh, he still does the joke. Oh, the sit down joke. I guess. Yeah. I mean, hey man, it ain't that easy to write material. So, <laughs> like, I guess so. Yeah, I, you talking about the sit down joke? I guess. Uh, you don't really care about my feelings. You call me ugly because I have a mask on. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, see, that's true. I did. That's a that's a fact. It was so weird because I didn't even recognize Eric when I saw him. Uh, what's up, Behannon? So, all right, let's do some sports call, guys. Let's uh, let's get to some sports now. Let's go. Here we go. By the way, um, I started to develop a cough. Chuck said, did you just say you're trans? No, I, I didn't say that. Not at all. Um, I said I do a joke. Then someone told me I was transphobic. I don't even joke about trans people. Um, but I was told I was transphobic. This is what I said. Um, by the way, I started like <clears throat> started getting like a little cough yesterday. And I was like, man, I wonder if I got COVID. So fingers crossed that I don't. Uh, but like, you know, head was pounding two days ago, throwing up yesterday. And now I'm going to throw it a little raspy and I kind of got a little <clears throat> every now and then. So God, I hope I don't get it. Cause I haven't had it yet. All right. Here's your sports headlines for the day. John wall has been bought out by the Houston Rockets, saving them a whopping $6 million off of the 47 million. They were going to owe him good, good move for both, I guess. At the end of the day, if you're the Rockets, um, you know, the, what was wrong with the bean? Is, is something wrong with Podbean? What's up, to, what's up to everybody listening on Podbean? I see truck driver Pookie, Eric Resendez, John Dory, a, at Mickey. I don't know what that is. Titan Hugo, Christopher Reyes. What's up over there? Uh, for those of you that are new, like ATD Mitchie, I guess. Um, D-Mac is here and then left. We're not having a D-Mac. He bounced. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, this is a Twitch uh, live stream show on Twitch. Did it die? Did it die? I don't think. Uh, what's Rip Frijoli? No, the bean's not dead. Um, What's going on over there? Oh, nothing's wrong. Okay, thank you, Eric Resendez. Thank you, Chris Reyes. Uh, yeah, so John Wall gets bought out. Now, th th this is actually beneficial for both, right? It, the, the, the fact of the matter is John Wall um, was owed a lot of money and probably wasn't going to play here in Houston. They have to sit out another year and not do anything and earn $47 million, which there are worse things. But this saves the Rockets a little bit of money because they were going to have to pay him no matter what. They were on the hook for all $47 million. So to even just save $6 million, is huge. Uh, but it also allows him to take some money. He doesn't get the full 47, but that's okay. But now he can be freed up and go sign a deal if he clears waivers, which he will. Nobody, Because if you claim him, you got to pay him the full amount. And then the Rockets don't owe him six. Ain't nobody doing that. Everybody's going to want the Rockets to pay that 40, 41 million. So he's going to clear waivers. And then when he does, he'll apparently he's going to sign with the Clippers. And he might sign for the veteran minimum. He might sign for that six million that he gave up. Who knows? It could be somewhere in between. 
Uh, Nick Gamboa said, so smart for him so he can actually play. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you're he's not getting any younger. And the more time you're out, you're going to get rustier. And, and yeah, so uh, 80 million to sit good work if you can get it right. But then you're like, if, if he sits the whole year, he's done. Like, he's not coming back if he sits the whole year. So it's good that he's going to get out. And the Rockets get out from under it and... Now they don't have to worry about trading for guys like Russell Westbrook and all that shit, who also opted in as well. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. What's going on with my finger? Um, Kyrie Irving opted into his deal. Says he's returning to the next, next season. It was $36 million. problem was he was trying to do a sign and trade, and nobody wanted to do a sign and trade. The only team that was remotely interested was the Lakers, but they, I guess, didn't like the terms. So he ends up signing with the Nets. Now this makes it interesting because unless he gets a new long-term deal done where he would be traded on that deal, he's either just going to be treated as an expiring contract or at the end of the year, he's going to be a free agent. So he's got some choices to make now too. Uh, He could be traded anywhere. He has no control over where Brooklyn would trade him before the trade deadline. And I feel like, they're going to trade him before the trade deadline. I don't think Kyrie Irving is going to be a Brooklyn net after next season. I I just don't. I think uh, he opted in and got his 36. He's going to see what happens. Um, But I think at the end of the day, he's either going to be traded at the trade deadline as an expiring contract, or he'll just play out the season and become a free agent and bolt for greener pastures. But the, the fact of the matter is, this was a financial move on the part of Kyrie Irving. He don't give a shit about playing in Brooklyn. He don't give a shit about playing with, with Ben Simmons and Kevin Durant. And he sure as hell doesn't give a shit about playing for Steve Nash. Apparently, their their relationship is fractured. And some people have called it um, unrepairable. So this was strictly financial. And there was uh, discussions then that the Lakers wanted to trade. If you look at the next bullet, so Westbrook opted in, picked up his $47 million option. And the Lakers said, hey, let's trade. We'll send you Russ. You send us Kyrie. And the Nets were like, not interested. And I don't blame them. I would rather have Kyrie Irving for a half a season or a whole season at 36 mil than Russell Westbrook for one more season at 47. I don't need crazy Russ out there running around. Don't need it. So Brooklyn says, thanks, no thanks. Russ is probably going to be a Laker. Um, I don't know. We'll find out. Pretty interesting, though. A lot of these big-name players with huge contracts opting in, and really the only one who's going to earn his money is Kyrie. John Wall's not going to earn his $47 million, and and Russ is not either. Bryce Harper is out indefinitely. Uh, got hit on the hand by a pitch, broke his thumb by, uh, I think it was Blake Snell is the one that did it. So he's he was pissed, but shit happens in baseball, so he's out uh, indefinitely. Not looking good for the Phillies, who I don't even know where they're at right now. Let me see here. ESPN, what is the standings? Are they third in their division right now? Phillies are third in the division. Eight back of the Mets, uh, three back of the Braves. But fact is... Oh, Bryce Harper, it's going to be tough. They're barely above 500 right now, 39 and 35. So good luck. Good luck, Philly. Uh, two running, two former running backs, Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bell, have agreed to a boxing deal. Um, So file that under kill me now. I just don't give a fuck. I don't give 
Oh, fuck. But I had to list it because it's, you know, two big names. Um, That start series with Braves. Today. Oh, they do. Yeah. Uh, How about them Rangers? Nope. No, thanks. Why? What? What? Yeah. <laughs> they play the Royals. Uh, let's see. What is that? How about them Rangers? How about them um, <clears throat> standings? How about them 10 games out of first place Rangers? Dude, like, let me, let me just read to you. So they beat they beat the Royals. They dropped two of three to the Washington Nationals. The Nationals, who are 28 and 48 right now. They dropped two of three to them. They beat the Phillies twice. They split with the Tigers two and two. Uh, lost two out of three to the Astros. Beat the White Sox two out of three. Lost two out of lost two out of three or three out of four to Cleveland. Lost two out of three to Seattle. Dropped a couple. Like, dude, this isn't a good baseball team. Total Dallas. It's just not. I mean, cool that they're in second place in one of the worst fucking divisions in baseball, but that don't mean shit. They're a plus nine. They are thirty five and thirty seven. They're not even five hundred. I'm not hoping and hollering. For a team that's winning 48% of its games. I'm sorry. It's just going to, oh, well, we suck less than the other sucky teams. That is a loser's mentality, my friend. I mean, if you want to get, even the Yankees, like, Yankee, well, let's talk about that series for a second. We'll, we'll get to the Baker Mayfield thing in a minute, but let's talk about that Astros Yankees series. We just got playoff baseball in June. What a fun series. And I realize they split, but you know what? You go on the road and you go to Yankee Stadium and you split with the Yankees, the best team in baseball, hands down. I don't want to hear it. They're the best team in baseball, period. And you go up there and you split with them. And you had them on the ropes all four games. All four games you had them on the ropes. Your bullpen let you down. But we know that the rotation now is solid. We know that this team can hit. Alex Bregman looks like he's maybe figuring it out. And you, know, you knew the bats were going to come around. But I think what we saw from this, if we're, if, if we're to expect the Astros to make a run into the playoffs, to make a, a deep run, to get back to the ALCS and have a chance at beating the Yankees and getting to another World Series, they're going to have to bolster their bullpen. I think they're going to have to go out and either get another arm that could be a setup man or... I hate this, and I hate to say this because Ryan Presley has been really, really good. But you recall for a very long time, Ryan Presley was a setup man. It wouldn't hurt my feelings that they spent a ton of money on a lockdown closer. And I understand Presley has pitched like that for some time. But boy, oh boy, to have two closers that you could flip-flop eight and nine with or, or, or use on days off, or they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it, but at the same time, I would be okay if they just got some solid bullpen help, guys that they can count on, because right now that's the weakness on this team. That's the weakness. So if, if you're going to address something for a postseason run, that's where the Astros need to be looking is some bullpen help. And we talked about it, and I, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but you know everybody was like, oh, this is the best bullpen, best pitching staff in, in baseball. Well, it's definitely the deepest rotation, and I think it's probably – the best rotation, including Dodgers, Yankees, Mets. However, uh, the bullpen looked good because of all the quality starts that the, that the Astros were getting. So, 
Hey, that wouldn't hurt my feelings, Jim, on sports. I, it really wouldn't. It really would not. Um, what did VB say? Ranger talk is why we should be able to give bits to time out someone. You know what? I had that as an option, VB. I, I thought that I, I enabled it. Uh, apparently, I did not. Uh, but I thought I had that. But I, I, you know what I did? Oh, that's right. I didn't enable it because I'm like, oh, my God. If I enable that, inevitably somebody's going to get butt hurt and quit. And that's the last thing I need. I just want cool people, positive vibes, have fun. But if we're time, if I did it, it would have to be like a hundred thousand points or some shit, some crazy amount of money to time somebody out. And it would only be for, you know, three minutes. It's 25 K to time, time out somebody. Is it? Oh, it's still there. Well, there you go. That's not enough. It should be 250 K. I need to up that. I said, if, if we're leading by three or less leading into bullpen, I feel hella uneasy. Um, yeah, I, three runs makes me feel okay. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I, I don't want to shit. This isn't the worst bullpen in baseball. It's not the worst bullpen of the best teams. But if there's a weakness on this team, it's the bullpen. And, and a lot of bullpens will be inconsistent. Guys, just like hitting will be inconsistent, right? It's, it's baseball. Justin Verlander has had some struggles as a starter here and there. You know he's susceptible to the home run ball. At the end of the day, at the end of the season, all the numbers kind of balance themselves out, and everybody that's good is it, it ends up being good. And this is a this is an above average to good bullpen, but that's not going to get you. The Yankees have a great bullpen. The Dodgers, the Mets. I mean, these are teams that you're in the upper echelon with. So you better be able to go toe-to-toe and blow-for-blow with the bats that the Yankees send to the plate, and you can, with the rotation that the Yankees send to the mound, and you can, and with the bullpen that the Yankees can use to close out a game, you cannot. Not yet. But it's close. And I mean, literally, if they what like, like uh, you know, they get Hendricks or somebody like that. That's a, that's a huge improvement. And I haven't even sat down yet and made my list of who I'd like to see them go after. I usually do that once a year. I'll sit down, identify what I think the needs of a, the team are, and then uh, give it up. So that, 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 that'll that probably be something that I do and throw out some names. Um, yeah, and two more against the Mets and then the Yankees uh, on Thursday. So you got today and tomorrow versus the Mets and Yankees. I wanted to go to that game, but I just realized it was a 5 o'clock start. I thought it was a 7 o'clock start, but I'm like, I can't get done with this show. And make the game by five. So I'm just going to have to watch from home, I guess. That's my dedication to you guys. Because I love you. Uh, AV, I'd have to get a second job to pay for timeouts. <laughs> TD would never chat if timeouts were available. Isn't there a difference between bits and channel points? Y'all confusing this old man. Yes. There is a difference between bits. You accumulate channel points. You pay for bits. Uh, so you right now, total Dallas, you are accumulating total Dallas. My bad. Virginia buttonweed. You are accumulating, um, uh, channel points. Total Dallas said, I love y'all too. Hey man, you dished out. You gotta take it, buddy. You dished out. You gotta take it. Uh, no, I'm not going to go to the game. No, 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 no
I, I no. See, and that's the other thing, Reyes. It's just lately it's been too inconsistent, man. The I have been missing shows, and start times have been weird, and I, I don't like that. It, despite what you guys might think, I don't like the inconsistency. I don't like missing shows. I don't like having to take off early or start early. Uh, I just like the fact that Monday through Thursday it's two to four, and Fridays it's eleven to one, and it should always be like that. Uh, so no, I'm not gonna do that just to go watch an Astros game. Virginia Buttwin says anyone tested. I have not. Um, but y- you should try it. Uh, we're going three hours today. No, now that is no. We're not. We're not going three hours today. I. Just way too much to do, man. Way too much to do. I'm trying to get caught up on everything. Um, but nope. Normal two to four show today. Yo! At total underscore Dallas. And there you go. Oh, Virginia Buttonweed has redeemed timeout total Dallas. <laughs> total Dallas, buddy. It's like my dad used to say when he whooped me. Excuse me. This is going to hurt me more than it hurts you. Uh, let's see. Timeouts. Uh, how do you, I don't know how to time you out. I can flag you. Follow. Oh, there. Bam. No timeout. Here we go. Uh, no, I'm going to time him out. I, I, it has to be done by, by one of us. Oh, 10 minutes. Oh, that was a lot. That wasn't supposed to be 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> I need, I need to, uh, I, I need to figure out how to adjust that time. Barry timed out total dollars for 600 seconds. That's, that's too long. I got to set a timer. We got to, I got to manually undo it. Uh, that's too much. That's too much. That's just too much. Let's see. Where's my clock? There we go. We'll do a, we'll do a uh, timer. Five minutes start. So what was I got you. I got you total downs. Hang tight. 25,000 points equals 10 minutes. Is that what it says? Is that what it says? Um, <laughs> look at this chat. They're all like, VV for the dubs. Did you see my resub? I did hear the sounder. Uh, I did not. No, your resub didn't work, Terrence. It's not even showing up in the main dashboard. There's like a main dashboard over here. Hold on, I'll show you. Um, Let's see. Let me change this. Chrome resize. I'll show you here, Terrence. So, Terrence, this is the my Twitch dashboard. And you can see, like, right here, uh, it says time somebody out. Jim on sports. Hype train. Alan Denson. Hype train started. Joel bits. Jim resubbed. Uh, Jared Taylor. Terrence Cartwright. And then yesterday, I got a follow. So, no, uh, it, didn't, it didn't fire off. You may not have completed it for whatever reason. And that's that's entirely possible, or it just hasn't hit yet. Please update your credit card information. I don't know what that means. Uh, I've been getting ten minute timeouts. Who's this whole time? Told Dallas needs to suffer. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
Parasite Miss Total Dallas. Uh, Dallas, you are 10 behind. What is this? Um, please update your credit cards. Nope, he gone. Who gone? Oh, Total Dallas? Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. Uh, all right, here's some other things we got to talk about, unfortunately, by the way. Baker Mayfield said that the Browns and he not on the same page. And with all the shit going on with Deshaun Watson and what what's to come, um, Baker said, look, I've moved on. Both sides have moved on. And if they want to make amends, they need to reach out. So, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, hold on one second. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Terrence, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Let's see. Timeout, somebody else. Jim on sports. Yeah, bro, it's not. Well, first of all, Terrence, let me just, before we figure this out, thank you, homie, for the resub. Um, very much appreciate it. It says you subscribe for four months. Next sub on July 28th. Yeah, I don't know why it didn't fire off. Um, is there Poch, Is there another way to look at um, the info? I really don't see it. Like... See filter. Uh, here we go. Uh, subs, gifted subs, duplicate, manage, manage request. Let's see. Uh, manage request. That has been marked as complete. Yeah, I, I, that's fucked up, dude. I don't know what's going on. I'll make a note. Maybe I need to hit up Twitch, uh, or support. But I'm not sure why I didn't fire off, Terrence. But anyways, man, thank you for the resub. Uh, uh, there you go. Franco999 just subscribed courtesy of Todd. Gave out a, a gifted sub, a community sub. I don't know why that didn't work then, Terrence, because it, obviously it's working. Super weird. Uh, Pasha, what's up? Look at what info. I was uh, Terrence said his, he's resubbed and it didn't fire off. And so I didn't even get to acknowledge it or say thank you or anything like that. And that's, that's bullshit. Uh, no, you're good, fam. Well, let's get it figured out. I, so, yeah, Poch, I don't know if there's another way to look, but yeah, Todd's fired off and Jim fired off, but I don't, I mean, I showed you, Terrence and, and everybody, I don't, ha it's not in my dashboard and it certainly didn't fire off there, so I don't know what the fuck the problem was. I probably just didn't make the notification public. Oh, is that a thing? Oh, Vin's not diesel. That could be it too. Yeah, Terrence, there's a way to say uh, post it or notify when you do it. That is true. Terrence, next time you refresh, you may be able to post that you resub. Ah, Brantley's been put on the IL. Say it ain't so. Is that true? Uh, source Freeman Fire Reps, who led negotiations. McNeil Braves, Source Harper. <sighs> Where's my Astros? <coughs> I would say not a COVID cough, but at this point, I'm a little skeptical. I, 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 I don't know. I'm a little worried that I may have it. Well, very low worry, but there's still like a, mm, after a weekend of shows, I still get a little worried. Uh, let's see. Nothing on ESPN's page. Twitter.com. Time to let Total Dallas out of purgatory. Uh, now, how do I fix this? 
Oh, they're calling up Chaz and Anoli. Ah, uh, let's see. How do you untime someone? Um, first time chatter, Brenda Strands. I didn't see that. That's as bad as the killer bands blocks. I don't know. I didn't. Uh, by the way, welcome to the program, uh, Brenda Strands. Thank you for being here. I just totally missed that too. What is happening with my channel? No! Oh, you're going to do a potch? Thank you, buddy. She's Louisus. She's Louisus. I don't even see Total Dallas in there now. Uh, so you're going to undo it? Thank you, buddy. Ah, Total Dallas is free, folks. Welcome Total Dallas back to the program. Heck yeah. There goes Terrence. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That shit just took a second, bro. I don't know what that was about. Barry used uh, band total Dallas forever. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, Perry, we've got a home test. I think I'm going to wait one more day. <laughs> know my rights. <clears throat> I think I'm going to wait one more day, and then I'll probably take it. Um, Terrence figured it out. Okay. Well, good, buddy. I appreciate the sub, by the way. Thank you. Bring the shark back, and you get all the notifications back. I don't know. Fuck that shark. Fuck that shark. Uh, I had that feeling a couple weeks ago. I went to Burt Kreischer's festival show and, and it was sold out. And uh, I know for a fact that not everyone was pricked. Could be. What's up, CC? CC said, start over. I just got here. All right, here we go. Psych. <laughs> uh, hey, CC, how are you? By the way, CC looking good, girl. Saw a picture of Cece at the wedding and Cece, gone girl, look at you, looking all cute like you look, looking as good as you want to look, girl. Uh, happy birthday month, fucking Reyes, swear to God, swear to God, I, s I swear to God, uh, that was a lot of abs talk. No, none, um... But congrats to you and uh, your dented Stanley Cup. Did you see how they all fell over and dented the cup? How the fuck do you do that? Losers, that's how. All right, let's talk about this Deshaun Watson thing. Because we have to. Aaron Wilson tweeted out opening statements in the Deshaun Watson disciplinary hearing before disciplinary officer Sue L. Robinson. Was set to begin at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central here. NFL is recommending indefinite suspension of at least one year. How come that didn't fire? Terrence, thank you for the 12 bits, buddy. What's going on with this shit? Appreciate the 12 bits, my friend. Um, so the NFL wants the indefinite suspension or at, of at least one year. And uh, Watson is being represented by Rusty Harden and Jeffrey L. Kessler. Uh, the, look, the, the thing is this, man. This is not looking good for Deshaun because now this is where it gets interesting. So we knew this was going to happen. We knew this was going to happen. Um, Alan, thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. So we knew that Deshaun was going to have to do this and then he's probably going to be suspended. But now there's an extra layer to this onion because now Tony Busby is has included the Houston Texans in these lawsuits. 
Uh, Tony Busby quote said it uh, was quoted as saying, "Today we filed the first case of what will likely be Jerry Dangerbitter bits." will likely be many against the Houston Texans related to Deshaun Watson's behavior. Suffice it to say, the overwhelming evidence collected indicating that the Houston Texans enabled Watson's behavior is incredibly damning. He went on to add, we believe the Texans knew or most certainly should have known of Watson's conduct. Beyond that, we believe the filing speaks for itself. Now, why is this important? You're like, okay, we, I mean, we knew this. This came out in that, uh, was the New York Times article? Uh, pot! Thank you for those. I like. Um, that's exactly where I was headed, Rob. So remember now when this all went down, the conspiracy nuts and weirdos and morons and idiots. And yes, some of you were included in that chat. But you guys were like, uh. Ah, uh, you know what? They oh, the Busby's friends with get, get Cal, and uh, you know he lived next to Bob, and I, I'm pretty sure he had a one night stand with Nancy McNair. I don't even know if there's a Nancy McNair. I'm just throwing out names. Sue McNair. What is? I don't know. I don't know. What's the lady McNair's name? Mrs. McNair. But that was the, that was the the prevailing thought. Is it? Ah ah ah! Total Dallas. Thank you for the thousand. He said for my commissary next <laughs> Put it on my books. Told it out said, put it on my books, bitch. LaDonna McNair. Okay, it's not LaDonna. I did know a LaDonna though. Um when I worked at Where did I work? Smoke signal? No, I don't remember. It's not Gladys McNair, but it feels like it might be. Uh, but yeah, that was the big thing. Remember? Oh, oh, this is just, this is just, uh, this, uh they're after him. They're after him. They, they done got their pal, Tony Busby. I remember that. Letitia McNair. I knew a Letitia too. Um, she kind of had a crush on me. I don't want to brag about it. <sighs> Anyways. Um, Janice. Thank you, Todd. Janice McNair. Yeah. Dottie. Dottie sounds like him. Yeah, Dottie's a good McNair name, right? But McNair, like, this should be Irish. Dottie's not really Irish, but you feel like she married into it, right? It was like Dottie uh, Bernard or something, like, not related to Philip or, like, Dottie, Dottie, uh, Dottie, Dottie, uh, Dottie Fredrickson, right? And then she met Cal, and they got married. Uh, Linda McNair. Isn't that... Um, isn't Linda McNair uh, of wrestling? Isn't that? No. Frankie McNair? No, not definitely not Frankie. Uh, chick's name Frankie. That's a weird thing. That's a super weird thing. <sighs> My name is Frankie. Like, what? Um, yeah, Linda McNair and uh, what was the other one? Janice. That was the ones. <laughs> but I, I, th- th- those, those conspiracy theories are done, right? And so are the, the, the concept in my mind, at least that, Hey, look, I'm y'all know I'm believe all women, but I'm also like, Hey, let's, let's see due process run its course. There was a, a, a cop, uh, that was a part of this, I guess, NFL hearings. And they said, do you believe that without a shadow of a doubt that a crime was committed? Let me, let me find the article. Hold on. Was it the ESPN article? I want to get this right. It was on ESPN. 
Let me find the headlines. Source Westbrook, uh, Browns, Freeman, Jazz, Commanders. Oh, Commanders and uh, McLaurin reach a deal. Good for him. Suit versus Texans alleged enabled. Here we go. Here we go. Now let me find you the quote here. Crime. I'll search for the word crime on this webpage. Uh, here we go. So it says, man, it's bright. It says Monday's lawsuit also included more information about the criminal investigation of Watson Houston police detective Kamisha Baker. The lead detective in Watson's case testified in the civil deposition that Watson's behavior was, quote, escalating with each massage session and that the women who sued the Texans on Monday had a, quote, really powerful and compelling account. That women's report was one of 10 reports that ultimately were investigated by the Houston Police Department. Baker acknowledged in her deposition uh, when asked in her deposition, quote, was there any doubt in your mind as the investigating officer that a crime had occurred? Baker replied, no. And that's the thing I think you got to remember, too. Just because a grand jury chooses to no bill a case doesn't mean that there wasn't a crime and that a crime didn't occur. They just believe there's not enough evidence to prosecute. Uh, so this, this officer, this lead detective felt like there was a crime. And obviously that's why they wanted to press some of those criminal charges, but a grand jury said no. And that's our justice system. Um, and so <clears throat> this is also why I think a lot of times you hear like, oh, well, it's just criminal. That just means that's that or the other. No, look, uh, sometimes people get away with shit. I don't know if you guys have been living in America for very long, but sometimes. Rich people get away with shit. What? I know. I know. Oh, cool. Uh, so we have Houston Astros tweeted out. Thank you, Potch. Uh, Astros have recalled uh, Chaz McCormick and Enoli Paredes from AAA today and have placed Michael Brantley on the 10-day DL or 10-day IL with right shoulder discomfort retroactive to June 27th. Rest in peace, DJ Screw. So there you go. I appreciate that, Potch. Uh, point the one at Texas T. What? Y'all met a Frankie at the birthday phone. You did? Uh, what will the NFL do when Watson's lawyer brings their owner, these owner misconduct into court? That's a good question. I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Right? Like, I think these lawsuits now, what this does though, I think what's interesting, what Tony Buckley is doing by bringing these suits against the Texans now and including them, now the NFL is going to have to investigate the Texans as well. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, I don't know. I, look, a lot of this is speculation on our parts to sit here and talk about it. All we know are the facts. And right now it's he's in front of the NFL. I said originally I thought he was going to get 10 games. It's not looking like that. It's looking like it at minimum. It's going to be the whole season at minimum. It's possible. He doesn't play for a long time and it's, it's a slim chance, but there's a chance he may never play again. And when you think about that, boy, if you're a Browns fan, you feel bad for Jen. At the same time, if you're a Texans fan, you got to kind of say, hey, uh, thank God he demanded a trade. Now, let's think about that for a second. Had he not demanded a trade, one, the Texans would be defending him. 
are, are, are hoping for the best outcome for their franchise, at least. Fans, I think, while he was here, before he said he wanted out, you know, fans were defending him. It, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird turn of events, and it's the most Cleveland thing ever, uh, to be honest with you. The only other franchise that I could see this happening to would be like the Jets. And now if you're the Dolphins, you got to be looking and going, shit. Boy, we got lucky. But the Browns doubled down. Chapo, thank you for hosting, buddy. The crazy thing is, is now the the Browns have doubled down because not only are they going to be without Watson, but they've pissed off Baker Mayfield and he don't want to be there. And if you think for one second that Baker's just going to come back and be like, oh, just happy to be here. <laughs> oh, thank you guys. That shit ain't going to happen. I think if Baker goes back, he's like, oh, I'll come back. I'll play another. Because what do they got? Jacoby Brissett. That's who they're relying on now. You know, they're, they're, you know, they're looking around like. We fucked up. Uh, hey, Baker. Uh, <laughs> we're just kidding, man. Psych. We love you, buddy. Get in here. Come here. How much you want? How much you want? Just name it. Name it. Just name the number. Just give us a number. We, we can't go with this brisket, dude. We just can't do that. Give us a number. We got too much talent to risk it. With brisket. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I think, yeah, I think you, they, Baker Mayfield is going to be like, show me the money. Show me the money, fam. What is this current contract situation? Let's take a look. Baker Mayfield spot track. Let's see. Let's see what's on the old dotted line for Mr. Mayfield. Baker Mayfield has one year left Aha. on his deal. And it is worth $18 million. Uh, for 2022. And now the Browns are like, oh, shit. Did y'all hear that pop, by the way? What was that? Now the Browns are like, oh, shit. I wish that my uh, chat thing would show me new chatters because I sure did miss Brendan's. And I feel bad because that I don't see that. Um, there needs to be some sort of alert for me that pops up new chatter. I, that needs to be a thing. New chat alert on screen. We need to make that happen. Virginia Bowie said Baker and Garrett for Mills and Easterby. Well, first of all, I saw somebody say they're going to get Easterby fired. God, I hope so. I hope. Easterby was the catalyst for all of the, the, all of it. I do. I hope he's the scapegoat. I hope he's the downfall. I hope so. Uh, Donald said, oh no, the Browns are not wanting Baker at all. Ah, look, you're probably right. But they're kind of desperate too. I mean, it's not looking good. So, I don't even know what the language was in the contract, but I would be willing to bet you, I would be willing to bet you that when Deshaun Watson got his 270 guaranteed, was it? That 
he was like, look, there's no, there's no out clause for, you know, if I suspended indefinitely or court or whatever, like you're, you're, you're just, you're taking this risk. And they were like, yeah, well, that's cool. We'll do our due diligence. And then they feel like they did. And now it's spiraling out of control on them. So, um, they may not want Baker Mayfield Donna, but they may not have a choice. And if I'm Baker, oh, you're going to pay me. Oh, we're going to get paid. And then if you're the Browns, you got to make a decision. Do you want to? Now, the commissioner and, and the NFL could suspend him without pay. So that could happen indefinitely, which would save him the money on the books to pay Baker. But I don't know. It's going to be interesting. That's the crazy thing. It's going to be interesting. Find the Texans, fire Easterby, we good again, Texans. I, I look, I don't think this whole find the Texans thing. You're 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 it's it's it, you're making, and I don't mean you, Rob, but I, I think that that's just letting them off too easy. If they're complicit, if they have been uh involved in allowing him to be a fucking pervert and and do these sexually deviant things to these women if they knew about it or they enabled it, even if they didn't like condone it, but they enabled it. That's big, man. That's big. And I think it's bigger than just wanting to get rid of Easterby and getting a slap on the wrist. I, you know what? I mean, this shit happens a lot and we, we don't hear about it, but now that it's out there, NFL's got a, I'm telling you, man, the NFL has a real PR nightmare brewing with all of this. All of this. As the said, as a Steelers fan, I'm loving seeing what's happening to the Browns. Oh, you got to. You have to be. Of course. Of course you should be, Nate. Fuck yeah. 100%. That'd be hilarious if the Browns, if the, if the Steelers were like, well, we need a guy. Baker? Huh? You want to? <laughs> huh? Come on over. Uh, Alex, Alex Villanueva said if Baker goes back, the Browns paying 19 million total salary actually cheaper than a lot of the team's quarterback situations. Well, he's not going back for 19 million. I mean, he is this year. But I would be willing to bet you that if Baker's going to go back, he's going to want at least, um, I mean, he's going to want a new deal. Why else would he do it? Because look, uh, is that is that a guaranteed? Yeah, they've got cap hit is eighteen million, and the dead money is eighteen million. So he's getting that money. His contract was fully guaranteed. Baker signed a four year, thirty two million dollar contract with the Browns, including twenty one million in signing, thirty two million guaranteed, and an average salary of eight. Mayfield will, yeah, fully guaranteed includes offset language, fifth year option available, which was exercised. Now was this uh, roster bonuses due at the start of training camp? So they're on the hook unless they trade him. Ain't nobody trading for Baker Mayfield for eighteen million. So I mean, it was like eat it, cut him and eat it because the money's on the cap no matter what. Uh, his market value, by the way, if you're curious, Baker Mayfield's market value, according to Spotrac, and I, y'all are going to think I'm making this number up. Holy shit. I would have never guessed this in a million years. There's no way you would convince me that this is a real number. 
And now I'm second guessing all of the faith I've ever put into Spot Track. Uh, ever. Because there's no reason. There's no there's no way in frozen hell I would pay Baker Mayfield $31.8 million. Get what? <sighs> hell no. No way. Todd nailed it. No way. No, no, no. I never heard of it. 30 million for him? Come on, fam. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Todd Show said, go rate for a non-rookie deal QB. Yeah, a non-rookie deal QB who did what? Let's see, statistically. Here's the statistics. Uh, 16, 16, 16, 14 games. Okay, cool. Uh, 900 snaps, 1,060, 1,048, 77. So, least amount of snaps. 79% snap rate. Um, completed 60% of his passes. Second lowest of his career. 3,000 yards, 35, 38, 37. 17 touchdowns, 26, 22, 27. I mean, it's clear that last year was a significant decline. Passer rating of 81, but it was at 93 and 95. The, 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 I mean, you can say going rate, but here's the thing. Teams are willing to pay for guys that they have, right? So going rate for a non-rookie QB, if you're bringing your non-rookie QB back, is always going to be a little bit more. Sure. But to go out on the market and try to get 30 million, these teams, that's why, I mean, you'd have to be fucking dumb, which, you know, the Browns are, but they wouldn't be the ones doing this. I'm curious. Let's see. Salaries. Uh, let's see. Not cap tracker. Positional spending. No, I want contracts. I want contracts by position. There we go. Quarterback. Uh, oh, in fact, let's do this. Let's go to the free agent tracker. Hold on. I think with the free agent tracker. Uh, okay, yeah. So it's from and to 2022. Let's do quarterbacks and updated. So Jameis Winston got 28 million to stay in New Orleans. Two years. He got 14 million on average. Marcus Mariota got nine million average, eighteen million over two years. Trubisky got fourteen. Tyrod Taylor got eleven. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, right? Got, and that's going from Denver to Miami. So, I mean, you can see that. Yeah, statistically, Baker has had better years than these. Um, let's do twenty twenty one. We'll just look at what last year's numbers look like. Ryan Fitzpatrick got a $10 million deal. Andy Dalton got a $10 million. This is the territory where Baker Mayfield is falling to. Kirk Cousins is making $40 million this year. That's what he's making this year, but that wasn't when he signed his deal. So, I, I mean, I fully understand what you're saying. Um, But when did he sign that deal? Hold on. Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins signed that deal. Let's see. Fully guaranteed. 
One year, $35 million contract with Minnesota tw- Minnesota Vikings, including $25 million. Oh, so it was a one-year deal. Damn. No, what was that? Hold on. Is that right? Okay, so yeah. So, well, and that's a little bit different. A one-year, that's an extension. Uh, signed a two-year, $66 million contract. Jesus. I will say this, though. I think Kirk Cousins, statistically at least, has been a lot better. I think Kirk Cousins might be slightly underrated. I don't think Kirk Cousins is the problem in Minnesota. Uh, I don't think Kirk Cousins is a world beater, but I think if you go back and look at his statistics, uh, he's better than he probably gets credit for. I mean, dude threw 33 touchdowns last year. Baker threw 17. He played in 16 games. Baker played. So, I mean, like, I think Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. Is he worth that? Probably not. But when you're when you're putting up numbers like that consistently, 33, 35, 30, 26, you're going to get that money. But I don't think you lump Baker Mayfield into Kirk Cousins territory. In fact, let's look at let's look at them statistically. Hold on. Just last year. Uh, and I got shit for this before saying that I liked Kirk Cousins. Todd, the show says, stop making me spit my drink across the room. Um, or uh, uh, Jim said that. I don't think either are worth it. Look, th- that's the problem. When you get a guy that's capable of throwing 30-plus touchdowns in a year, you're going to pay for it. You're going to absolutely pay for it. Let's look up stats. I bet you, Todd. Todd, I'm going to ask you. No, you're going to cheat. Uh, there's no way for me to determine that without you cheating. And I know you, Todd. You son of a gun. You'll cheat. Uh, passing touchdowns. Kirk Cousins was ninth in the NFL in passing touchdowns last year. Uh, Baker Mayfield was 22nd. Um, let's see. Kirk Cousins threw seven interceptions last year. That is ridiculously low. That is ridiculously low. Let's go back to, uh, touchdowns. Hold on. I mean, dude went 33-7. and Joe Burrow. Yeah, everybody's golden child at QB went 33-14. and Josh Allen, 36-15. and So we're not, I mean, look, you you can say what you want, but like statistically, my guy's hanging with the Joe Burrows and Josh Allens of the world. Carson Wentz is trash, by the way. But I mean, look at his, uh, look at his QB rating. Kirk Cousins was fourth in the NFL in, in rating. Just behind, I mean, we're not going to include C.J. Beathard, right? Behind Aaron Rodgers, uh, Joe Burrow, Dak Prescott, and then Kirk Cousins. But you keep saying that he's still duty. Uh, bro, I hate to break this to you, Chapo, but Kirk Cousins isn't the reason that the, that the Vikings were boo-boo last year. It was their fucking defense was terrible. Their defense was ass. But, I mean, Cousins put up numbers. Let's let's see. Yards is probably not that great. He was ninth in yards. Ahead of Aaron Rodgers. Behind Josh Allen. Kirk Cousins. Kirk, yeah, their coach, too. Kirk Cousins is keeping good company, folks, statistically. And it's what I said last year. And I caught shit for it. And Baker's nowhere in that realm. You're not, are you mentioning Kirk Cousins with Josh Allen and Joe Burrow? Yeah, but at the bottom, right? You're like, they might be in that tier. Uh, And maybe, 
at the bottom or he's the first one in the next tier below that. But he's in that mix. And so you understand why he's getting a little more money than Baker? Baker's Baker is Baker is Carson Wentz level shit. Baker is is fucking Sam Darnold type shit. Oh, you're talking about Baker. I thought you were talking about <laughs> I thought you were talking about Kirk Cousins. Okay. I thought you were saying Kirk Cousins is still due. I was like, no, I mean he's not though, statistically. Baker played the entire year injured. And and uh let's see, Kirk Cousins is fine regular season quarterback. Dude, there's only, you know how many, let's make a list of of quarterbacks that are going to go 33 and 7 in the NFL. Let's make, let's, let's make a quick list there. There's Aaron Rodgers, there's Kirk Cousins, and that's it. Now again, a 43 and 12 is pretty good. 41 to 17, 38 and 50, but I'm saying like, uh, what's that? A two to one ratio of touchdowns to interceptions? Pretty good. Uh, average 263 yards a game. Now, what I would be interested to see, and to prove my point, let's go to team defense. Let's go to points per game. Blah, blah, blah. Let's see where the Vikings at points per game. So, Bills were there. Where's the Vikings at? Well, lo and behold, I'll be damned. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Ninth worst defense and points allowed. Ninth worst defense. And I don't give a shit about, oh, well, they gave up this many yards a game or this or that. I don't give a fuck about that. What I care about is how many points, because that's what determines wins and losses in my book. That's why I like touchdowns and interceptions more than just passing yards. Where's General Mills on the list? Hey, don't you disparage the good name of 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 Davis the Neck Mills? By the way, did y'all see he got his finally got his um uh Madden photo? Did y'all see this? Did y'all see Davis Mills's Madden photo? It was kind of weird. It's not enough neck for me. Uh, let me find Rachel had sent me this. Davis Mills finally got his. Hold on. Why won't this? Work. All right. Work, 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 work. Let's see. Spouts. Show and finder. Spoop, boop, be doop. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, Davis, you handsome man, you. Look at that handsome son of a gun. Huh? Tell me that doesn't look like Davis Mills. What is happening? So that's Davis Mills' that is definitely not enough neck. Are we in agreement, chat? Are we in agreement? The shoulders are so odd. You know, they're like, they're like, well, that's the that's the pads. They didn't get the neck. That's not enough neck. Okay. Now you're gonna make me do this. You're gonna make me split screen this. Huh? Huh? Almighty. Good googly moogly. Let's see. Open image and new tab. Save as Davis Mills. We're going to put these side by side. Hold on. 
What the heck? There we go. See, there's no way. There's there's no way. There's there's no way that that neck matches. No way. Uh-uh. They did not get enough neck. They're missing at least an extra third of the neck, if not more. Skills Mills. Oh, my God. If I had to watch one more person tweet about how great he looked at OTAs. Oh, fantastic. Holler at me when he's in the game, player. Uh, And in case you're wondering, we can go back to the stats and look at Skills Mills. The girth is wrong. Yeah, not just the girth, but the length. Everything is wrong about that. Uh, Jimmo Sports said not enough neck, yes, but that said it's a lot more accurate than I thought it would be. I don't even think so there. Like, it's it's not enough forehead. It's not enough neck. The shoulders are too big. I mean, he looks like, like, what's up with the arms? Like, the arm, like the torso and the body, it don't match. This looks like Mr. Potato Mills. Like, you just took a bunch of parts from a bunch of random fucking people. <laughs> Brenda Strand said, Davis Mills or die. His neck is too short. Well, I, I agree, Brenda. I totally agree. Neck's too short. And you know, that's going to affect his Madden rating, Brenda, because if the neck is short, he can't see over the, the defense, the front seven to, to read. And that's why he's an effective quarterback. Is because he's literally getting to play. It's like Davis Mills is playing on Sky Camp. And everyone else is playing, you know, Davis gets to play the all 22 bird's eye view. Everybody else is playing field level. It's not fair. And this is why he's a great quarterback, statistically among some of the best. Um, Mills Mafia, knock of a champion. I'm talking about the real life picture, by the way. What? I don't know what you're talking about. Mills Mafia. I don't know what that is. Ah, this is a person my son would create out of random toy parts he found in his room. It does kind of look like you're like build a player and you're just like, give me the, uh, give me the arms of JJ Watt, the, uh, the forehead of Eli Manning, the shoulder pads of uh, Brett Favre, the waist of, I don't know, um, a cheerleader. The thighs of Ed Reed, and uh, I don't. It's like what the like what happened? Why is his thighs like that? The neck of Mike Glennon. Well done. Well done. Yeah, this just don't match. I don't like it. Now uh, <laughs> that said, let's go look up your boy, huh? Let's 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 take a gander here. What is happening? Stop it! What was this? Where'd your boy end up? Let's see. Uh, let's sort by touchdowns first. Davis Mills was 23rd in touchdowns. Now, he only played in 13 games. He had an 88 QB rating. But don't believe the hype, people. This guy's killing it with no pads and, and no defenders during OTAs. He was 20 worse in the league in rating, right ahead of Jalen Hurts, right behind Ryan Tannehill. The legs of Gary Coleman. The thighs of Gumby. 
I mean, Tua had a better rating. What? Tua had, okay, let's compare Tua and Davis Mills. Are they the same? 13, ga- uh, 13 games. What is that second number? Completions and attempts. The same completions. 263, but he completed more, more passes. Slightly better completion percentage. Same yards. Same average just about. Same yards per game. 16 and 10. 16 and 10. Holy shit! We just discovered a statistical anomaly, chat. We just discovered a statistical... Davis Mills is Tua Tango-Vailoa. Tango-Vailoa. Sorry, not Tango. Tua Tango-Vailoa. Davis Mills is Tua. And if you have been saying, wow, the Dolphins are going to be ass with Tua. (laughs) Guess what? I mean, look, you could argue all you want. And I know, yeah, against rookies had the second best rookie season of all of the other rookies. I do agree. Brenda Mills ranked second among rookie quarterbacks during 2021. Yep. Agree. Actually, I tweeted about that. Um, yeah, I mean, statistically he had a great rookie season compared to other rookies, but when you just see what he is right now, he's trending as Tua. That's, that's uncanny. I had no idea, but that is uncanny. 20, 31. That's got it. Oh, sacks. Oof, jeez. We look, it's a lot easier to sack a giraffe than a dolphin. I'll tell you that much. Inappropriate, Barry. 206 and 152. What is that? Oh, yards lost. Uh, QBR 49, 35. Jeez Louise. Uh, Baker had tools. Davis Mills had a Prius for a NASCAR. Oh, well, no, we're comparing them to Tua. Tua didn't have that many tools. I mean, I'm comparing Davis and Tua. Tango Vailoa, not not Baker. Uh, honestly, Baker's better than both of those cats. Um, but he didn't play like it. So yeah, that's uh, this is his emote. <laughs> I want to see it. Hold on. Uh, nice, nice. Uh, Baker had worst stats. Well, that's true, but I think Baker's still better though. I mean, honest to God, Brenda, if you're building a team and I let you pick from three people, I let you pick Davis Mills. This is it. You get a three-person QB draft. Your choices are Baker Mayfield, Davis Mills, or Tua uh, Tango-Vailoa. Who are you taking? I'm probably taking Baker. I'm going Baker. I guess I'm flipping a coin, but I mean, I kind of like Mills's gumption, but I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. Davis for the price at third round. No, your first pick, you have to take a quarterback. Who are you taking? Pick number one. First pick of the draft, QB, your three choices are Baker, Tua, and Davis Mills. Who are you taking, Brenda? I heckin' love Mills, do you? I don't understand the infatuation that people have with Davis Mills. I'll be honest with you. I don't, it's not that I hate Davis Mills. I, I really don't. 
I mean, I, I don't like the Texans, but I think for what they were doing at the time, good for them. It's a good. I mean, look, Nick Casario's winning me over. Nick Casario is winning me over, and I'm not afraid to say it. As much as I dislike this franchise and the shit that they do and Easterby and all that. Uh, he's just a Stanford lucky loser. Uh, see? See what you did there. Uh, it's Pep Hamilton, my coordinator. It's whoever. It's just, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta know see. It's just, just, just going off talent. Just going off talent. Forget everything else. I think most people are taking uh, Baker. What is this? Uh, Chapo said Baker. Easy. Uh, Miles? What? He said Mills. Who the fuck is that? What uh, What did I miss? Davis Mills. Davis Mills. What? What? Oh, Miles. You were messing with him about Miles. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Your Baker pick was just intercepted. Oh, I see what you did there, Rob! Look, none of them are great. None of them I would want on my as my franchise quarterback, if I'm being honest. I think the of the three, the, the guy with the brightest future is definitely Davis Mills, for sure. To be able to do what he did as a third-round draft pick with all the highly touted quarterbacks that were picked ahead of him, including Trevor Lawrence and... Uh, yeah, I I think he showed well. He was coached up well on a bad, bad team. Always playing from behind, so numbers were going to be a little bit better. Uh, Hardtop said, I defended two at one and eight. I'm going to stick with him. Okay. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. Uh, but, but basically what we're talking about is we're talking about three stages of garbage. That's it. And don't get mad. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a Davis Mills hater. I will say this though. The flaw in the NFL is to accept mediocrity at the quarterback position because you know that it's difficult. So you'd rather take so so. Uh, was it Walt that uh, Walt and I were having? No, no, it was Jerome. Jerome and I were having this conversation. And Jerome Solomon, a uh, friend of mine, friend of the show, writer for the Houston Chronicle, executive producer of the TV show that I host and produce. He, he had something interesting to say, which I thought made a ton of sense. He said, look, I don't give a fuck how many years in a row you miss. You keep taking a quarterback until you hit. People want to dog the, the Browns or dog these other teams because they miss they take a quarterback in, in round one, and he's not good. They do it again, and he's not good. You, you just keep doing that because it's only going to take one, and your franchise will be set. And I think that that's really a great point. And to get Davis Mills in the third round and have him be serviceable or respectable is cool. But Davis Mills, you don't look at him and go, that's our Super Bowl caliber quarterback. Your Super Bowl caliber quarterback is embattled in the court system up in Cleveland right now. That was your, you went from one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL to a project who looked better than anybody expected. That's a big difference. And while I would want to get excited about that, I think as Houston fans, and I am a lifelong Houston sports fan, far too often we just settle for okay, we settle for mediocrity, and we settle for, well, at least he can't. Props to the Browns for taking shots with Johnny Manziel and Baker Mayfield. And now they're, they're trying at least. 
And look, we'll use an example from earlier as opposed to being the Vikings and be like, well, Kirk's our guy. We know we're never going to win a Super Bowl, but fuck it. We'll pay him like it. And I like Kirk Cousins. So it's, you know, I mean, I don't mind that they go out there and try and try again. But I don't think if you're the Texans, the biggest mistake you could make is to rest on your laurels and think, oh, this is it. This is our guy. Guarantee you, if the Texans have the number one pick in next year's draft, which they might, they better be looking at another quarterback. Why is this telling me my volume is low? Do I sound low, by the way? Do I need to pump up my microphone? Is this too hot? Did my volume go low? Yeah. Again, Patriots had Brady. He kept drafting quarterbacks. Uh, well, since 2021, Mills is better than Watson. Well, that's a hey. You got me there. <laughs> you, you definitely got me there. Oh, I was good. Okay. I don't know what happened. It just like all of a sudden it just kept flashing low volume. I'm turning this fucking thing off. I try to do it for you guys so that like I'm not muted, but I just, it just flashes. Look, you'll see like my forehead will go red. Shut up with the low volume bullshit. I'll just have to be muted and deal with the ridicule in the chat. Volume seemed low all day. I feel like that too. Uh, but I don't know. You sound high. Shut up. Uh, I also, I, I might have it down a little bit in my, or up a little bit in my headphones, but I don't know. I feel like, yeah, something definitely got changed. I don't know what the master volumes up. I don't know. Y'all don't say, uh, all right, let's see. Long neck crunch. Davis Mills needs general Mills to call him about cereal brand. <laughs> That would be great. You know what? You know what we should be a sponsor for? That uh, not juicy fruit. What's that fruit stripe? Don't they have giraffes? Why is Davis Mills not the spokesperson for fruit stripe gum? That's a that's a match made. Oh no, those are horses. I don't know why I thought it was giraffes on fruit stripe. By the way, the best and worst gum in the world. Hey, look what that website does in the way face fruit stripe gum best and worst gum in the world for about 17 seconds it's the best goddamn flavor of gum you'll ever have in your whole entire life but that's about all you're getting out of it okay that's weird all right i'm gonna share my screen that's weird that is creepy time. Let's see here. Scenes. I Googled fruit stripe gum. Giraffe is the Toys R Us. Yeah, but I, I swear it was a zebra. Okay, see, that makes sense. I said horse. I'm glad you're here, Brenda, because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fucking idiot. I swear I said horse. And then when you said zebra, it dawned on me. Oh, duh. Zebras have stripes. I'm 48 years old, and I just realized that on the front of the fruit stripe gum is zebras because it's called fruit stripes, and zebras have stripes, and I'm not a smart person. Yeah, Jeffrey was the Toys R Us draft. Uh, but I looked, I just Googled fruit stripe gum, and of course there's a bunch of, what is this poop? What is this? 
milk chocolate orange peel strips. This looks like doo-doo. This looks like a dick-shaped doo-doo. That's what this looks like. Milk chocolate orange peel stripes. Looks, and it's from nuts.com. I'm not clicking that. This is definitely a scat porn site. I know a scat porn site when I see one. Google search. You're not fooling me into clicking on poo-poo porn. I don't think so. I see the veins in that chocolate penis. No thanks. No thanks. Nice try, scat porn industry. I don't think so. I kind of want to click it just to see where that goes. I didn't want to do it on screen because I didn't know. Oh, my God. That looks like, yeah. This looks like shit. It's just, it. I wonder if it's any good. That's what it looks like. Just that just looks like uh looks like poop. It's just like poop or uh yeah. Oh uh, I don't know. <laughs> Chapel said, I'm out. I ain't doing that. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Chad has been well behaved today. Uh I think they knew I was in a mood. To be honest with you. I was uh I'm in a mood. I'm in a I'm in a mood. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, so we got the Deshaun out of the, out of the way, which is, we needed to, I know you guys don't like talking about it. <laughs> What's up? Justin, Justin said, what a time to join. I'd eat it just to freak out the family. That would be funny. Come out of the bathroom. He'd <laughs> be like, Oh my God, dad's eating shit. Well, hell if I eat your mom's cooking, I might as well. All right inappropriate behavior hey before we go i wanted to do this speaking of total dallas speaking of mr uh, uh td stands for timeout dallas <laughs> uh he sent me this uh producer total dallas sent this over here's your nba draft picks by state um arizona leading the way arizona the basketball mecca of the united states of america of the world Six NBA draft picks. Now, this is high school, so they have to have played their high school or, or was it high school or college ball? I think they went to high school in Arizona. That's what it was. <laughs> Davis Mills or dye shirts. No. Yeah, you wear that, Brenda. You wear it. If you gave me one, I wouldn't wear it. Uh, Arizona first, Florida second. Indiana third, which makes a ton of sense. And then just a bunch of ones and twos. None from Texas, which is surprising. I'm surprised Indiana has more than California. I'm not, though. In the Hoosier State, hey, that is a basketball state, first and foremost. I mean, California has a lot of football prospects, baseball as well, uh, surfing. Okay. What surprised me is that you don't see more from kind of the Kentucky uh, and North Carolina region. I would have thought that those two being powerhouse college uh, programs, you might see a lot more high school, but man. But who knew? Arizona, the basketball powerhouse. Florida second and Indiana third. And then you got Kansas and uh, Cali California. So, um, will you hang it behind you? What? No. No. <laughs> If I get you a Davis Mills or die shirt, would you hang about? You want me to put a Davis Mills shirt? What am I going to take down the picture of my cat? 
I'd rather die, Brenda. I'd rather die in a in a golf cart fire. I don't know why I say golf cart because I was gonna say car fire, but that seems a little too a little too dramatic, maybe for a for a Davis Mills led. No, if he autographed it, I wouldn't want to hang it. <laughs> no, I I just I don't I no I uh, no can't do it. I, I can't do it. Uh, all right, this, what is going on here? Cleaning up my mess here. What did I get to the non for? Oh, what time is it? Three fifty nine. One more thing I want to do. No, don't autograph the shirt. It will lose value. <laughs> hey Wallace, thank you for the one bit, buddy. Here's one bit uh, for an extra hour. I don't think you know how that works. I don't know that you know this. Um, no. Uh, that is not. That is one. I'm not. I don't want. No, not two bits. Thank you, Wallace. Not two bits. What if he autographed it and donated it to the stream of thought? Now that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, I would be forever grateful. I mean, look, we got, we had a Deshaun Watson autographed football. Little did I know. It might have been boo boo on a ton of Dallas. Thank you for the three bits. Wallace, thank you for the 10 bits. This is not enough. And I don't, there's no, there's no amount of money. I don't want your bits to work overtime. I love you. And I'm glad that you guys enjoy this show enough to want a third hour. That means the world to me. But one, I have to pee. Two, I have chores to do. Three, I have to make dinner for my wife. Four, I have to spend time with my wife. Five, I have videos to edit. Six, I've got to, got to, got to get the merch shit figured out with these, with the printer, because I still don't have the koozies and the, and the wristbands that I'm having made. So I've got to get that done. Blah, blah, blah. Give me what I want. (laughs) Wallace. I love you, buddy. Um, it was, he said, you already fixed the toilet. Your chores are done for the day. No, I still got more. I still got, I still got more. It's still got a lot more. Oh, what are you making for dinner? I need ideas. I'm still doing HelloFresh. See, you guys think that I just said, oh, you should do HelloFresh because they were like, you know, you sell this for us. No, I'm still doing HelloFresh. So it's some sort of like chicken spaghetti thing from HelloFresh. Still rocking with it. Nice. Jim, we got you to 41. That's dope. Isn't two and three the same thing? I don't know. Probably. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, Let's find a raid. Who is it? Who's on right now? In the mud, USN, Brenton TV, and Solid US2. Um, we don't have to raise. Shit, I didn't do the Dan's read. Thanks, Total Dallas. Way to tell me too late. Fuck, I have got to. I need some sort of pop-up. Do your Dan's read. God damn it. Got to do it again. Thank you, Alex. Uh, Jim says, hey, thanks, everyone. See you guys. Either. Uh, what is it? I'm getting danced for dinner tonight. Let's go, Steve. Hey, Uzi, send me a pic for real. Yo, Bell appreciates that. So hey, later, Joe. Later, Jamal. Love you, too, man. Uh, Franco said Britain on his last hour or two. Who? Who? Oh, is he doing a 24-hour stream? 
Oh, wow. Thank you, Ivan. I'm glad to be filling in. I just hope I don't have to Let me look at the Twitch sports program real quick and see if I can find somebody. Hey, in the meantime, uh, thank you guys for hanging out with me. I'm sorry again. I missed the show yesterday. I got sick. But until I see you tomorrow, do me three favors. Right there on the sign, just be safe, be kind. Most importantly, love each other. I will see you guys tomorrow, I hope. Same time, same place, two o'clock. Be here. Uh, I see no one to There's just nobody talking sports. They play video games or they don't speak English, which is fine. I rated Italian MMA once and fucked it. That's what we're going So, Chris wants it in the mud, but I feel like we. I really want to raid like smaller shit. Let me see if I can find one. Oh, Wrestling Cafe? No. If I don't find one by the time the, the music stops, we ain't raiding. John Cena. What is this? That's a pre-roll ad. Soccer player. Pre-roll ad. Game. Pre-roll. Fucking game. These are not Twitch sports people. Hey, I love you guys. I'll see you next time tomorrow. Bye. Daddy's making a YouTube video.